Hey, this is Mark and uh, this is The Table. And I'm glad that you uh, decided to join us and listen. I encourage you to listen to our last uh, podcast, um, which deals with the topic of whether God is a good father or he's the Godfather, like in the mob stories. Um, It's a really short podcast, uh, but it'll get you thinking about the goodness of God and how graceful God is and how much he loves you. Today, I kind of want to talk a little bit about something that was always, you know, asked of me a couple questions, but I want to start with a story once I heard in church. Um, I had went to this church and uh, the pastor, well-meaning, you know, so many people believe this, uh, got up and he opened his sermon this way, uh, like so many do, and he started to say, God hates you. Um, and people were amening, um, excited that, uh, this pastor was saying that, uh, they were agreeing with it. And at the time, uh, I wasn't, uh, rooted and grounded in the grace of God, like I am now. And it kind of terrified me, you know, so much of the messages, uh, that people hear about God, uh, in church on Sunday mornings are terrifying. They're, you know, frightful. I mean, you know, it's, it's a scary thing to think that God absolutely hates you. Um, and knowing one day that you're going to have to meet him. And he went on in his sermon to say, you know, God hates you, but Jesus came and died on a cross and now he loves you. You know, that was, that was really confusing to me. I'm thinking to myself like, okay, God hated us. And then Jesus came to the cross and now he likes us like he changed his mind Um, and the pastor went on to say that you know when Jesus died God changed his mind about you and you know I didn't really um, think too much about it at the time it definitely was filed away in my thinking uh, until later uh, in my life when I started to read the Bible more and study more, I started to kind of see the inconsistency of that statement. And so, you know, I, I went back and started to wonder about that, you know, and then in my travels, when I was preaching, people would often ask me, you know, Hey, you know, I, I really like Jesus, but you know, what do I do with the father? You know, the father didn't like us. So they obviously had heard the same message I did. Many of you, probably most of you, have heard some sort of um, variation of that statement that that pastor made if you've been in church for a long time. So, you know, I had to go back and really look um, at some verses uh, and go back into the story uh, in the Bible in the beginning where everything seemed to change for man. You know, God had created man and um, and woman and gave him uh, and her this amazing garden to live in. Uh, All their provisions were met. Um, He even gave Adam the privilege of being able to name, you know, the animals that he created, which is really, I think, amazing that God trusted us so much to be able to um, give him a name of what we saw. And that's just that's just an amazing, amazing creative thing so uh, not to get into all that but so uh, then 
you know, God tells him basically, hey, look, you know, you got this tree of life, which is in the middle of the garden. You can eat of it. Um, it's going to basically be your provision. And God comes every single day and meets with, with man and has face-to-face encounters. And a, that's just an, an awesome story. Well, then there's a tempter who comes and tempts man to eat of a tree that God told them not to. And so they do. And the minute they eat of that tree, something happens. Um, They realize that they're naked. You know, I look at that as they see things about themselves that, you know, aren't true. They always were naked, but it was the way they viewed it. Um, And so this lie takes over their mind and they no longer want to meet with God. They they're hiding from God because they believe something about God that isn't true, you know, and that's, that's in a powerful statement. Uh, that's what we do when we believe God is not good or somehow he doesn't like us. Uh, we, we hide from him. Uh, we don't spend time with him. Um, we don't want to hear from him or meet with him. And I think that's what religion does. And that's what lies do is they get us to believe that God somehow doesn't want to be with us. So we try to cover ourselves and hide ourselves. I believe that's why a lot of people don't go to church or don't want to um, engage with, you know, the Bible is that this message, you know, that's been preached all over the world that God hates you. uh, People are afraid, you know, so I went to another verse um, in my Bible reading, which was uh, transformative for me that helped me challenge this thought. And it says that when Jesus is talking to Philip, it says, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. Well, wait a minute. I thought the father hated man. I thought he didn't like man. I thought the father was the one who just wanted to judge man. But then, you know, he would change his mind when Jesus went to the cross And this is before Jesus went to the cross. He's healing the sick. He's cleansing the leper. He's forgiving. He's making statements like, I only do those things I see my father doing. So did God change his mind about us when we sinned? Or did we change our mind about God? You know, it says in the book of Acts, you know of Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good healing all who are oppressed by the devil. So he's listening to his father and he's doing the exact opposite of the things that I heard in church, which is that God somehow hated me uh, until Jesus went to the cross. So I don't believe that God sent Jesus to change God's mind about us as much as he sent Jesus to change our minds about God. All through the Bible, from the book of Genesis, all the way through the Old Testament, up until the beginning of the Gospels, God was encountering man, going to man, sending miracles, um, appearing to them, you know, parting the Red Sea, sending a pillar of uh, cloud by day and fire by night. He He was constantly trying to reveal his nature to man. But see, something had happened to us in that garden experience when we decided to embrace a lie. Paul the Apostle says that we were alienated in our minds. So Jesus said, no one has seen the Father 
except for him. And then he reveals what the father is like to humanity. And the religious people are going crazy. They're upset about it because their whole system was built on God being angry at man and then using that fear to be able to control the people. And see, God didn't want us to be fearful about him. He wanted us to understand that he is good. Even in the Psalms, it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. It talks about in Psalm 23 that he's a good shepherd. He's going to lead us beside still waters. He's going to provide a table before us in the presence of our enemies. On and on and on again, it goes over and over and explains to us how good God is, yet we couldn't see it until we saw Jesus. So Jesus comes to the cross to reveal and to demonstrate God's love for us that he had not changed his perspective or posture towards us, that he has always been longing to have us be his sons and daughters. Yet something needed to take place. He needed to show us to demonstrate in the cross his love for us. So the reality is, is that God didn't change his mind. The reality is, is that we changed our minds, but yet when we see Jesus, we can renew our minds to how good and how loving God is. Jesus came as a son to reveal the Father. Jesus calls us to be sons and daughters to do the same. He said, you shall do greater works. He's speaking of things that we can do to reveal to a world desperate for love, desperate for grace, desperate to understand the Father's heart. When we understand the love of God, when we understand that God never changed his mind, we then can preach this gospel, this good news to a hungry, desperate world looking for love, looking for identity, looking for grace that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's what Jesus came to do. He came to peel back the religious misinformation. He came to wade through the ideas and ideologies that had been preached for generations, thousands of years, that lies that have been placed into our minds through our religious teachings, through just the way we view things, to reveal to us how we are to live, how we are to interact with God, and how we are to receive his love. It's in receiving the grace and love of God that our minds are changed, and then we can live that out. You know, how you see God is how you see yourself, and then that's how you interact with with the world. You're either going to interact with God through grace and love and give away grace and love, or you're going to believe God's judgmental and pass that on. You know, so many of us are just like the shepherds in Bethlehem when the angel came to announce that Jesus would be born and that this amazing new covenant and gospel uh, would, would begin and start to be preached. They were fearful. They hid themselves. Why did they hide themselves? They hid because they had been taught that when Jesus came, when the Messiah came, judgment would come. But see, what happened when Jesus came was judgment did come. Judgment came 
to the lies, judgment came to the misunderstandings, and judgment came to the things that hold us back from God. But in that judgment, our righteousness and right standing with God was revealed. So, like I said before, God did not send Jesus to change God's mind about us. The Father sent Jesus to change our minds about him.